Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of the Space Social Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Crump. So I told you guys last week that we were going to have a guest, and we were, and we recorded. And okay, let me just tell you the story. So I saw my little sister, Chloe Bennett, who is a model and entrepreneur um, for Thanksgiving, and we recorded, and the episode was so great. We talked about so many things that I know would benefit entrepreneurs, and I was so proud of the episode, and I went to edit it back, and because I I don't even know how to explain this. The sound quality was so bad. There was like this disgusting echo that I know would annoy, annoy you guys and would probably overpower the quality that we were, that Chloe was sharing. And I didn't want that associated with this podcast or with Chloe either. So she's coming into town this weekend and we're recording then. So I'm so sorry. I got you guys so excited for that. And then it didn't end up happening, but I want better for you guys. (laughs) So I want it to be something that I'm proud of and that you can listen to and not be annoyed with the quality. So in this episode, I would love to talk about the launch this last week and how amazing that's been and also the social setup that I'm doing which is the Instagram audit slash 30 days of content specific to your business. So let's start with the launch. So I started doing this in September and having a few clients but I it wasn't public so I made everything legal filed for my LLC and trademark which By the way, my trademark hasn't come back. I guess it takes three to four months, and I don't know if that's specific to COVID, but for how much I paid to (laughs) file that trademark, I really hope it works out. Um, So I'm hoping to get that trademark back in January, but anyways, I have been trying to work on my intuition a lot more these last few months. I am a realist, but I also want to feel at peace and like my intuition is also guiding me. So when I was trying to decide when I wanted to launch this, it felt right that I launched it on December 1st, which is my birthday. You know, I it was the day I was born and it's the day I wanted my company to be birthed, I guess. So that morning I woke up, I made the website public the night before, I made the Instagram public the night before, and that morning I woke up and posted on my personal Instagram and on the business Instagram and off it went. And it felt so good to just put that out into the universe. So intuitively, I knew how many followers I wanted to gain at the end of have by the end of the day. So I feel like I put it out into the universe. I asked the universe if I could have that many followers. And then um, just went throughout my day. It was such a fun day. But at the end of the night, my husband surprised me and took me to the high roller, which is the biggest Ferris wheel in the world. And we were able to go on that with our son in our own little, I don't know what it's called, like the little balls that they put you in. I have no idea what they're called. But When we hit the tallest point of that Ferris wheel, I hit that amount of followers that I wanted. And it was such a sign and like an answer for me that like this was the right choice. And I I couldn't believe that happened at that time. It was just, it felt really magical to me. So the weeks leading up to this, I knew I wanted to offer something to people and I wanted it to be accessible and more inclusive of all types of different business owners and their budgets. And I really couldn't figure out what I wanted it to be. And it was annoying me because I knew I needed to do something. And literally the night before I was laying in bed and this Instagram audit 
and 30 days of content came to me because I was thinking, you know, what would really help a small business that maybe they don't know how to do, like they obviously know what they're doing, but maybe they just don't know what to post about and maybe their bio isn't as attractive and it's not bringing in people who they want to bring in and bringing in their dream client. So I decided I wanted to offer that. And when I was thinking of the price, I also wanted to be inclusive. So I went ahead and priced it out, made the signage for it, I guess, to post on my Instagram. And I can't even believe how good the response has been. I think what surprised me the most is how many different types of businesses have reached out. So I've had photographers, lifestyle influencers, YouTubers, fashion designers, boutiques. I've even had a dog breeder reach out. It's been so, but it's been so exciting to go to these profiles, give my feedback, and then I've followed everyone because I'm so excited to see where this takes their business and seeing the before and after about how their page looks is so satisfying to me. I've probably felt every single emotion this week since launching. There was one day where I was numb and in shock because I couldn't believe I had done this and where did I get off doing this? Um, There was another day where I was so happy and giddy because of how many people were responding and how excited I was for myself and for their business. And there was a time I cried because I couldn't believe I had done this. (laughs) Most of the feelings were, I couldn't believe this is happening and I can't believe I did this but just some sort of different emotion, which I'm sure most business owners have had that same exact experience. So I want to talk about a few of the things I've noticed in the Instagram audit. So if you're listening to this, you can go into your Instagram and see if you are doing this and how you can make your Instagram a little bit more aesthetically pleasing. So one thing I've noticed in almost every single um, audit I've done is you have to click more to see the full bio. This is not aesthetically pleasing at all. And the likelihood of someone coming to your page, seeing they have to click more and actually clicking more is very slim. It looks, I honestly think it looks unprofessional to have a really full Instagram bio, especially that you have to click more to be able to see everything like your company doesn't have that many things to say you need to narrow it down get to the nitty-gritty right off the bat tell people who you are what you do how they can work with you and just get straight down to the point the second thing I've noticed when I've done these audits is these business owners quite a few haven't posted on their Instagram story in the last 24 hours And as a business owner, it is a must that you post on your Instagram story at least once a day. So a great story about this is when I was starting this business and I was creating my website, I was trying to find who I wanted to make my website and I was referred to a person. And I went to their Instagram and they hadn't posted on their story in 24 hours and they hadn't posted on their feed consistently it was it had been like a couple of weeks and it just felt like maybe they didn't care about their business so why would they care about mine and why would I invest money into their business if they didn't really care about their business so something I'd like to challenge everyone to do who is listening to this is to post on your story every 24 hours at the minimum 
The third thing is that I've noticed some business owners are not utilizing their highlights appropriately. So either they aren't posting on it frequently, their highlights are outdated, or the picture that's on your that's the highlight cover is the first picture in your highlight and it's not something that's aesthetically pleasing to your page and it kind of makes your page look a little frumpy. So what I tell people to do and what I would suggest anyone who wants to upgrade their highlights is go to Pinterest, look up color schemes that look good together, screenshot it, screenshot each individually and make that your highlight cover because somebody who's a real professional went and found some colors that looked great together. And if you feel like they align with your brand, make those your highlight covers and that will upgrade your page so much. So the fourth thing I've noticed is with profile pictures, a lot of these profile pictures are from too far back. So they'll either be from elbows up or I don't know, even your whole body. And as a business owner, you want to create trust in a way that you do that is showing people your face. They see your face. They know it's aligned with your business. You look friendly and they trust you. But if your profile picture, you can't even see your face, then they're not going to be able to develop that relationship and it doesn't look as good, especially when it pops up on the story where people can go click each individual story. When it's from that far back, you can't see it. So when you're setting it up on your page, it might look good, but honestly, zoom in closer so that when people go to your page and see that, they can see your face even better. So number five is to utilize emojis in your bio I don't think this applies to everybody. There were some audits that I did where I didn't feel like that aligned with the brand. So as a business owner, you're going to have to decide this. But what I would do is go through your emojis, find emojis that aren't super common. I mean, they can be like photographers. You're going to want to use the camera and that's okay, right? But don't use like the heart emoji. Everyone uses that. It's not, you know, use things that are more unique to you and your brand and that you feel aligned with. I would suggest going to other business accounts and seeing how they utilize emojis. Some people put it at the beginning of their sentence. Some people put it at the end. As a business owner, you're going to have to decide which looks better to you or even better yet, you could get an audit and I'll tell you which one looks better. I've been thinking a lot this week about New Year's resolutions. Um, obviously, that's because January is right around the corner and people are probably starting to think about how they want to be better for 2021, especially because of how horrendous 2020 has been. But when I was trying to decide when to launch, I had it suggested to me quite a few times that I should launch on January 1st. And it didn't feel right and I obviously didn't do it. And December wasn't super convenient. I mean, December 1st was my birthday. I had a lot of plans. I have finals next week. It's not the most convenient time, but it felt better than waiting until January 1st. And the point I want to make with this is that I feel like a lot of people feel like they have to wait until a certain day and then they can do things and they have permission to do things for themselves or in their business. And I want this to be permission to anyone who's listening that you don't have to wait for a certain day to make your business better. It can be better right now. Um, I especially don't want people to make have 2020 be their excuse. I know there's a lot of very legitimate excuses, but if there's something you can do to make your business better, then go ahead and do it. I feel like although this year has been 
horrendous and I don't have to tell everyone why it's been horrendous. I feel like I've learned so much this year and grown a lot and I feel like most people I talk to feel the same way and I'm trying to be grateful for this year and I know that might sound I don't know how that might sound maybe you don't like how that sounds but I'm trying to find I'm trying to be grateful for everything that I've learned. Thank you for listening to my January 1st tangent. I would really appreciate if you went and followed our Instagram at The Space Social and if you shared this podcast with your friends and fellow business owners and rated, reviewed, subscribed, all the above. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you.